Hey y'all, welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. Hey y'all, I hope you are having a good week. And if not, I hope you find something that helps make your week a little bit better. I hope you find some time to take just a little bit of care for yourself. I know for myself, I have been doing a lot of going out, (laughs) a lot of meeting new people, and I have not been taking time to give back to myself. And so this weekend, in the midst of all of my um, dating and going out and having drinks and seeing new people, I finally just laid down on my bed and I decided to give myself some time to meditate. And I love using the Insight Timer app. I will have a link in the show notes, but it just gives me life. Like I can put in anything. They have so many great black voices and faces and I love it, love it, love it. So um, that's one way that I took care of myself this week. I just finally sat down and meditated. I do feel like I gave myself a lot of love by, you know, just enjoying the moment this weekend and kind of escaping from work. And I escaped by actually going out, trying new things, trying new foods, trying new places. Found another taco spot (laughs) that I've had way too much this week. But other than that, you know, also making sure I get back to myself as far as taking care of myself. Like I want to indulge, but I also want to make sure that I'm being healthy and um, putting nourishing foods into my body. So I think I'm coming back around to making my smoothies. Um, I found that I like them better when they're fresh in the morning versus overnight. So I'm bringing myself back to making my delicious fruit smoothies. That's just one way that I self-care. It's filling, it tastes good, and I know that I'm doing my body good when I do that. But I also self-care with a little chocolate here and there as well. So self-care doesn't always have to be, you know, socially acceptable when it comes down to what's good for you and what's not. So I just encourage y'all to find a moment, you know, a small moment just throughout the week to give back to yourself, whether that's taking yourself on a walk, um, Indulging in something after you've been sacrificing all week. Indulging in a movie, indulging in a dessert. Whatever the case may be, you know, within reason, within your financial and physical health. Do something nice for yourself. This is your permission. But I want to get into this episode. Um, If you look at the title, it is called demoting friends and let's normalize (laughs) compartmentalizing people and treating them accordingly and that's one way that I have really had to reframe friendships 
I know for myself, I expected every friend to be a close friend. When I met new people, I wanted to be vulnerable with them. And I wanted them to be able to be vulnerable with me. I wanted to be excited about them. I wanted them to be excited about me. I wanted them to love me because I wanted to love them. And I have realized very recently that it is okay for everybody not to be a close friend. And also, when you feel like you don't align with people, it's also okay to just remove yourself. And people don't have to do anything for you to feel like you don't align with them. Like, they don't have to do, they don't have to hurt you for you to come to that conclusion. They could just simply be who they are. And if who they are does not align with you, that's okay. Like, we have to stop waiting for people to hurt us before we leave them. I was listening to a TikTok, and she talked about the art of letting go and how letting go is just something we do all day long. It's, it's, it's just a part of life, you know, and it's something that should just be normalized um, when it comes down to letting go of ideas, letting go of people, letting go of things that do not serve us. But so often we force nature to do it. We take the easy way out and we say, well, something has to happen to push me away from this person or push me away from this thing. Instead of us doing the work on our own, and just letting things go. And what happens is, is we pick up different stories that we tell ourselves. So we naturally let things go because we get distracted by other things, right? So I'm no longer fixated on my hair because I did cut my hair, y'all. I'm no longer fixated on, on the chunk of hair that I cut. That's not anything I am... Uh, obsessed over anymore because now I fill my mind with new stories. Now I'm worried about my weights. Now I'm focused on my nails. Now I'm focused on the new hairstyle. So it's not that I have let it go per se, but it's more so that I have distracted myself with other things and I'm now telling myself new stories. But she says that we should just make letting go a lifestyle, just consciously choose to let it go. And it's a book. Um, I got to figure out the, the title of that book, but I will come back and tell y'all what that is because I want to get that book. Like I've heard that TikTok so many times and that really stuck with me. And it really ties into the thought that I have when it comes down to people and how I don't have to let the universe or God or just let things happen, you know, to me. I don't have to let them do the work. I can do the work and decide when things don't align with me. And so I recently was in a um, association, I would say. I had an associate that I had met and I had hoped that me and her could be good friends. But I had very quickly realized that there was things about her that did not align with me. 
And I only know that because I know my own values. And so when you get clear on what does and does not align with you, it's very easy to just let go of the idea of people being your friends. <laughs> like they just don't have to hold that space in your life. Like you can literally release them from that expectation. And I've realized that um, I have been in toxic friendships with women, you know, heterosexual women, like toxic friendships where it's been like a frenemy type thing or um, I've taken abuse from them, like them um, being, uh, what's the word, manipulative making me feel guilty for hanging out with other friends or saying little slick stuff, invalidating me. And I didn't really realize it. I didn't really recognize it as abuse until I listened to one of my favorite podcasters. Um, she had a she had a Zoom call and she talked about friendship. And she referenced friendship um, she referenced the toxic friendships as abusers. And I was like, wow, like that was abuse. So when I reframed it like that, it, it validated my experience because oftentimes we hear what people say, oh, girls can't be friends and y'all have so much drama and blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of trivialized, like that's just what girls do. That's just what happens. But when somebody, like the way she validated, like, no, that was a toxic relationship and you were in an abusive relationship, it really solidified to me that I can I can desire health, healthy friends. Like this is a dynamic I can have in my life that I want to be well. And this is something that I deserve. And so I don't have to just expect drama or just expect for the friendship not to work out. You know, I can expect a genuine connection from someone. And so when you are realizing that you're not getting a genuine connection or that person isn't aligning with what you want in a close friend, you don't got to remove them. You can demote them. <laughs> so um, within reason, right? Because I've had some friends where they are not, um, it's not toxic in any, in any way. But maybe we don't have a lot in common or I'm, I can't share everything with her or I just don't feel safe with everything so there's just certain things like maybe um we can only talk about work or uh we're only we only share this one thing in common maybe we only share poetry in common you know um uh, maybe I won't go into detail about my family issues but I may bounce some ideas about finance off with her and I think that you just have to see how people treat you, and you have to decide if you want to partake in that love. 
And so for me, with that one friend that I had, I did um, I did demote her in my head because I, initially I was like, oh, this could be a really close friend. And I saw very quickly that, okay, no, this isn't going to be a close friend because I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. And I'm I'm noticing that our conversations are really just a place for her to vent, which is cool, you know. But if I'm not feeling like I can vent or it's a safe space for me too, then I may not always partake in that conversation. Or I may see what else this friendship can offer to where I'm not always being the therapist. Um, Maybe... Maybe she's a really good, um, I don't know, person I can partner with to go to brunch or um, go to a yoga class with me or something like that. Like, everybody doesn't have to be, like, super close. You don't have to um, confide in everybody. And so I guess I wouldn't even really say friend, but just associate. Like, just kind of managing those expectations for people. Um, and like I said, noticing how they love you and deciding if that's what you want to partake in and then set those expectations based on what they've already shown you. Cause I know for me, I see potential in friends. I'm like, Oh, you know, she could be a good listener. She could be emotionally supportive but if she's not showing me that, that's not what she that's not what she has the capacity for right now. And that's okay too. So I won't expect that of her. <laughs> and based on that is how it really does determine how close we'll be. Um and that's just where I am with that. I don't know if for you maybe you needed to hear somebody else say like everybody doesn't have to be your close friend. And it's okay to change the relationship with some people. I'm not condoning any type of toxic relationships where people are um, demoralizing you or manipulating you or abusing you. But I am saying for those friendships that just don't give, like you may really want this person to be close and you want her to share and open up and you want to be able to connect with her in this way and she just not emotionally available, then maybe that's not your super close friend. <laughs> um, maybe that's just the friend you send TikToks to. Maybe that's just the friend you send reels to on Instagram. Maybe that's just the friend you check up on or you 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 know that you can go to for a certain thing. You know, um, because we all need some type of community. And I think just managing those expectations uh, can really save us a lot of heartache. We won't break our own hearts. Um, I truly think, I mean, you may only have that one or two. One or two, like, super close friends. I would say for myself... I I maybe have one or two, I think so, people that I can just really confide in. And even with them, like, I still have to manage my expectations. Um, You have to be a lot of things for yourself, too. And you got to get your own help. 
So for me, I start my new therapy session with my new therapist this week. I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm using the employee assistance program through my job to get some short-term therapy just to work through some things. And I'm also, you know, using my own coping skills as far as uh, journaling and meditating and listening to self-help podcasts, reading books, because you got to pour into yourself too. Like it's so good to have community and to have friends. But I know sometimes when you're not filling up your own cup, you can look for somebody else to fill it for you. So it's also good to make sure that you are working on yourself. So that way, um, people that come into your life are just additions to your life. And they don't have to be the bread and butter. They don't. They don't have to be what dictates whether or not you're happy or whether or not you have joy. They just add to it. So I'm still on my friendship journey, <laughs> still looking for friends, um, still dating, but also pouring into myself. And I'm going to get y'all the name of that book. I'm going to go back and listen to that TikTok real quick. And I may, I'll even post the TikTok in the show notes too, because it's such a good TikTok when she talks about the art of letting go. Okay, I found the TikTok and I just rewatched it. Um, the book that she quoted, the um, idea of letting go is called, uh, the book that she quoted it from is called When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal by Brianna Weist. Um, and the excerpt that she quoted states that letting go is not an event. It is a practice. Letting go is as simple as an exhale. Letting go is what you do for the small stuff. So when the big stuff comes around, you're able to do it effortlessly. Um, she says that a lot of times we need we, we replace the idea of letting go with revenge bodies and, um, you know, trying to basically come up and prove people wrong. She said, but letting go is not an event. It is simply accepting what is already gone. It is accepting what is already gone. It's accepting that the idea you had for them or about them is no longer there. It does not exist. It never did. <laughs> like the idea you had of this friend, like she was going to be a good friend or she had the capacity to do this, you know, whatever betrayal you felt like she did to you or whatever betrayal she did do to you, like letting go of the idea that she could not do something like this, that she is not that person. Or that she's better than that, right? Like, letting go is not processing it. It's not having this big, long conversation. It's simply accepting what is already gone. It's accepting things as they are. Letting go is acceptance. And, like, oh, speaking of that, I mean, I, I, can, I can understand how sometimes your brain and your body get so intertwined in a reality 
that it's like just accept it. Like you want to process it. You want to pick it apart. You want to understand. You want to control it. And it's like literally letting go or accepting it is so hard to do. It really is. So I just want to validate that for anybody that's struggling with accepting the reality of things that they cannot change, that they never thought would happen. It's hard. It's so hard. But it sounds like a muscle. Like if you use it enough, you can you can make it stronger and it's able to handle big things. So if you practice letting go of the idea of what people think of you, you stop criticizing yourself. You know, you start with those small things like letting go of just the minor things in life. It, it when you get to those big things like I can I can't believe that you are actually this person. I would have never thought you would have did this to me. Then you're able to let go and accept that <laughs> what you did think was no, it wasn't real. Like you're accepting that that was never real, that that was your expectation of that person, not what they actually were. Wow, it's mind-blowing. But I also watched another TikTok that talked about, um, she said, stop criticizing yourself. And the moment you stop criticizing yourself, it will be so easier to stop criticizing others. And I'm like, stop criticizing myself. What do you mean? <laughs> That's so hard to do. But I know I do it all the time. Um, but just making that practice and an effort to Listen to those thoughts. Be mindful when you're when you're thinking and reframing it, you know, just letting go of the perfection, accepting what is right. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you all found this episode. Well, just remember on this week to accept what is and practice the art of letting go. Practice the art of demoting people, accepting worry, accepting the place that they have put themselves in your life. And if you want to rationalize that by saying, okay, you are an associate. You are not a friend I share my, you know, deepest, darkest secrets with. Like, whatever, however you want to do that, whatever fits, you know, in your mind and makes them more palatable for you. I hope that this episode just gives you permission to let some people, places, and things go. <laughs> but I will talk to y'all in another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you did, please leave a comment, leave a rating, and share the podcast on any social media platform using the hashtag Poetry for Black Girls so I can share it, connect with you, and we can reach other black girls. All right. Thank y'all. Bye.